Unbelievable as it may seem with the sleek organization Apple deploys today, the company then had to guess four to six months in advance about customer demand. Jobs claimed that we are not smart enough to do that. Even I am not smart enough to do that. Jobs removed inventory from the pipeline. In his mind, this would allow customers to tell Apple what they wanted, and Apple could then respond to their needs extremely quickly. To push supply chain innovation, Jobs hired Tim Cook from Compaq's in 1998 as head of Apple's worldwide operations. Cook was quoted as saying, You want to manage it like you're in the dairy business. If it gets past its freshness date, you have a problem. Cook closed factories and warehouses, replacing them with contract manufacturers, causing a reduction in the company's inventory from months to days by reducing the time from factory to customers. It's like closing down the taxi runway and using the extra space to fly or land airplanes. Cook also made strategic long-term investments in key components, such as flash memory, guaranteeing a stable supply of what would become an essential component for the iPod Nano, and later the iPhone and the iPad. Apple competitors struggled to get supplies as Apple locked up all the manufacturing capacity for those components, creating an advantage for Apple. Cook's efforts to improve Apple's supply chain were credited with helping the company achieve financial success, along with Jobs' design and marketing savvy. Cook was promoted to COO in 2007 and then to CEO in August 2011 when he succeeded Jobs. The supply chain in too many companies becomes a bottleneck, a garden hose so leaky that only a trickle of water emerges from its nozzle. As you fix one leak, water pours from another. The whole organization spends so much time applying patches that it doesn't have time to think about the future. The way to fix the problem permanently is to simplify customer engagement, the planning processes, and communication with suppliers. Benefits of Deep Bottlenecking Supply Chain Let's first look at a classic bottleneck example. A leading U.S. consumer goods company entered the Indian market by acquiring a pharmaceutical company and then expanding its presence to consumer products such as detergent, shampoo, and others. The acquired firm, which specialized in over-the-counter drugs, faced entrenched local competition. Local rivals started launching brands to preempt every potential product launch by the U.S. parent. Trying to fight back, the Indian company discovered that its supply chain had become a sales bottleneck. The lead time to launch a new product in India was several months to a year. The average inventory was 120 days old, with significant non-moving inventory clogging the system. Despite having so much inventory, in many places the company was running out of stock because a large percentage of the firm's products were at the wrong locations. As a result, the supply chain organization was constantly paying to expedite shipments from one location to another. While management concentrated on putting out fires, the company steadily lost market share. When the parent company became alarmed, the Indian CEO called in special talent to help identify the root causes of the problem. The team soon identified one source, the sales tactic known as stuffing the channel, an artificial way of making financial numbers look good without anything ever having been sold. The company's sales team, to meet its targets, was forcing products that hadn't been ordered onto distributors who, in turn, were forcing them onto retailers.
The practice clogged the company's distribution system. Both distributors and retailers became upset with the company's practices and started refusing to accept any new products. It took several months for the inventory to be sold, and some products languished in the firm's warehouses because there was no demand for them. Over time, the pile of non-moving inventory grew like cancer, and there was no money to support new product launches. Channel stuffing is not unique to this company or to India. It routinely happens, for example, in the U.S. automobile industry, where inventory is pushed to dealers. The downturn in the car industry in 2008 was exacerbated by sales channel stuffing and repeated sales promotions. Back in India, the drug company took several steps to do what I call de-bottlenecking its supply chain.